Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. To the radio station that supports you heart and soul. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Welcome, welcome, and once again, thank you for your generosity and your, your, you know, I I, I really, in a way, I take it kind of personally, because I look at this as sort of therapy for me, so you're providing therapy for someone who, just kidding, just kidding. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly into thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother, to thee do I come. Before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, all right, let's not waste time. Let's open up the big book on the coffee table. And, <coughs> of course, I want to go through the readings today. Um... But I kind of want to, you know, I'm, I'm utterly fascinated by that Sunday second reading, 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. So I'm going to kind of circle. Well, why don't I do that now? Um, no, let me do the readings and then I'll circle back to it. Uh, this is about uh, Solomon, uh, the prayer of Solomon when he, when he commissions the temple. And the only line I really want to pick apart here is, can it indeed be that God dwells on earth? I mean, that's really something. Think about that for a minute. I mean, do you realize how tiny the Earth is? It's a little tiny speck, and it's at the uh, little tiny planet around a, a sort of mediocre little sun, uh, at the uh, sort of the edge of one of the arms of the Milky Way galaxy, which are one of a gazillion galaxies, if current science is correct. I mean, as the scripture says, what is man that God should think of him? Uh, well... To think that God has decided to live on earth in the temple. That's what Solomon is saying. And it, it's, it's, it should be breathtaking. The idea that God uh, would dwell on earth. Now, there's a very interesting book called uh, uh, <clears throat> Orthodoxy by G.K. Chesterton. And it is very, very um, useful book uh, to read. And he talks about the idea... Uh, of of his search for 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 truth, and I think C.S. Lewis um, in Mere Christianity does a similar thing. And is it? I don't know. Perhaps your voice in my head, you would know this even better than I would, because well, I'm fogbound. But the um, in Mere Christianity, I believe C.S. Lewis says it's not unreasonable that God would visit his creation. Well, he it's a really tiny little place, and. I can't, the voice, did you pose that lie? The voice my just said, he doesn't remember. The book is on his desk, though. Read it. Tell me. I've read it a number of times and have conflated it with a lot of other good books. But the the it's a really good book, Mere Christianity. It was a series of lectures he did uh, uh, for, I think, the BBC about Christianity, and it was compiled into a book. So, moving along here, the, the, can it be indeed that God dwells on earth? That That's a breathtaking question. And the word to dwell means to remain, and uh, it actually is the word yashab. It means to sit. It means to 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 to, to stay someplace, uh, as in where are you staying? And think about it in terms of our faith. Now, God said He would stay. 
in Jerusalem, and he would meet his people over the wings of the cherubs. He was enthroned on the wings of the cherubs. And um, contrary to popular belief, there's no mention in the scriptures of the mercy seat. You can say that he was enthroned above the cherubs. The cherubs weren't a seat. They were angels on either side of a seat. But um, that's, again, for another day. That that uh, that kind of shocked me when I asked, I, I was going to give a talk about the mercy seat. And I talked to Rabbi Lefkowitz about the mercy seat, and he said, what seat? I said, the, this mercy seat over the Ark of the Covenant. He said, there's no seat. I said, what the, 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 is that covering? The kippurah means a covering. So uh, that's for another day. But uh, it does talk about uh, uh, God enthroned above the cherubim. So uh, he decided to dwell there. Now, I told you yesterday, and we'll repeat it today, that um, the... Uh, um, the floor of the Holy of Holies seems to have been bare rock. It was the threshing floor of Aaron of the Jebusite. David once again had uh, taken the easy way out and when he took a census of the people to, for his own political and military purposes. God said, um, you're going to pay for this. And he said, well, why don't you strike the people with a plague? And then he repented of it. And he saw an angel standing over the this threshing floor, the high place just north of his city of Zion, the, the city of David. And Zion now usually refers to the western hill of Jerusalem, but originally it was that spur of land on which the city of the Jebusites was located. A small, small area, maybe 10,000 people lived there at the most. And David made that his capital, very defensible. But north of there was a, a rise on which was a flattened stone that was used as a threshing floor. That's where the wheat was ground out by the feet of the oxen. And then it would be winnowed, and then the grain would be stored. It was a place for preparing bread. And David saw an angel standing on this threshing floor, and he bought it from Arana the Jebusite. Uh, Arana wanted to give it to him. Uh, Arana was a Canaanite and should have been slaughtered and wasn't. Uh, so he wanted to keep the king happy. He said, no, I'll give it to your majesty. And David said very beautifully, I will not give the Lord something which cost me nothing. And so he bought this and, and was going to build the temple there. He was told by the prophet he could not build it because he was a man of blood. His son Solomon would build it. And that's that's kind of what we've been going through in, in the readings for the past week. Well, Solomon built it uh, and he dedicated it. And this was his prayer. And I think it utterly intriguing that the one place that God said he would dwell, he would remain, was over this threshing floor, uh, this this place for the preparation of wheat. Well, guess where he dwells now? In every tabernacle and every Catholic church throughout the world. Isn't that something? And what do we keep in the tabernacle? Something that looks like bread, something that looks like it is made from wheat, but it is changed by the power of God into the very vehicle of the presence of God, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the whole Christ. So I think that's a beautiful symbol. I, I really do. So, well, let's go to the gospel. Uh, the gospel um, talks about the washing of the hands. And the washing of the hands wasn't hygienic in our sense. It wasn't It wasn't to get clean hands. The washing of the hands was uh, to uh, to wash off anything that was, was 
ritually impure, anything that made you unable to pray, because you would pray then. And uh, that to this day, you go into a Jewish restaurant, and if it's Orthodox, in the corner, you'll see a little sink with a little two-handled pitcher and a special way to wash your hands. And then he talks about the strangest thing about on anyone who says to father and mother, any support you might have had from me is kurban, meaning dedicated to God. Well, uh, then that would mean you can't give anything to your parents. Well, I, I would like to give you a hundred bucks, mom, but I, I, I made a vow to the Lord that a hundred bucks uh, would go to the temple instead of you. So my hands are tied to make uh, an irretractable vow is very foolish. Remember the story of Jephthah in, in uh, oh gosh, where's Jephthah? I looked this up. But the story of Jephthah, you can, you can look it up easily. Jephthah made a vow that who, whatever he saw coming out of his house when he won this uh, battle would be, um, would be sacrificed to God. And it was his daughter. And he did it. Oh, that, that's terrible. The Bible demands child sacrifice. No, Jephthah made a foolish vow. There is a beautiful, beautiful piece of music that we'll hear when we come back called the Kol Nidre. It's a legal disclaimer. Any vow I make uh, is hereby null and void. It's, it's, it's sung on Yom Kippur, and it's very beautiful. And, but the point of it is don't make stupid vows. We make stupid promises that we cannot keep. And uh, the point of this, Jesus is saying, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't make stupid vows. We'll talk a little bit more about it when we get back. But right now, we're going to hear something from Father Rocky. So don't go nowhere. Hi, Father Rocky here asking you to give from the heart. Our winter pledge drive is underway. And we have a beautiful gift for you at the $50 a month level. Have you seen this yet on our website or app? It's really special. It's a very colorful frame, Stations of the Cross with a beautiful picture of our Lord in the middle, surrounded by the 14 stations. You need to see this at RevelRadio.com or on the app. It will look great in your prayer corner or in your living room, and you can pray before it during Holy Week or any time throughout the year. This framed Stations of the Cross is our special thank you gift for $50 a month or more to Relevant Radio. And it's a great hour to give. We have a dollar-for-dollar match right now, this hour, so your gift to Relevant Radio will be doubled. Give online now at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or you can call us at 877-291-0123. Give from the heart. And if you would like to see that gorgeous site, RelevantRadio.com, take a look at it. Absolutely beautiful. A great way to expand your Lent this year is to pray the Stations of the Cross every single day. Make it a quick one right there on your little home altar. You can do it when you make your gift at RelevantRadio.com or on the app with your smartphone or tablet using the app. Or when you call 877-291-0123 and make that special gift of $600 or $50 a month. 877-291-0123 online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Neil Robbins joining Mary Graham and uh, Father Simon this hour asking you to give from the heart. We have a $3 million need to uh, cover our operating costs for the next three months. Now, that may sound like a lot of money, but let me put it in perspective for you. One 30-second Super Bowl ad this weekend will cost you about $6.5 million. One 30-second ad. We can deliver three months of inspiring, hope-filled Catholic talk for less than half 
the cost of a one thirty second Super Bowl TV ad. So not bad, not bad at all. What can you pitch in? It's match dollar for dollar this hour. 877-291-0123. Better yet, give online at relevantradio.com or the relevant radio app. We need to see 100 people, precious souls, who are going to say, I'm going to be a part of this hour and keeps Father Simon on the air for another three months. Will you be one of those? We know there's tens of thousands of people listening at any given time here at Relevant Radio. So we should be able to easily track up 100 people who will say, let me join the club here at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877 291 one, two, three. Thank you for that phone call. Let's keep it going. Make those gifts now either at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123 or at our website, relevantradio.com or use the app. And remember, when you make your gift on either of our two digital platforms, you will receive that special download instantly in your inbox. The Joy of Confession by Father James Kubicki. You can also see the great gifts that we have available for you this time around. That's right, RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. And uh, that is where you give if you want that brand new MP3, The Joy of Confession by Father James Kubicki. And like Mary was talking about, uh, please do check out the beautiful thank you gifts that we have this time around. For our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive here at Relevant Radio, we need to hear from you, Father Simon fans. 877-291-0123. Give online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, a dollar for dollar match. That's quite a piece of music. That's the Kol Nidre, which I think is one of the most beautiful pieces of Western music. It, it comes from Spain, possibly the 900s, and, and it's sung on Yom Kippur in the synagogues. And it, it's a breathtaking piece of music. Uh, but it relates to, to today's gospel reading. Uh, the, the, the Word of God says, Honor your father and your mother. Whoever curses father and mother shall die. But if someone says to father or mother, you say, any support you might have had for me is korban. Korban is the general word for sacrifice in, in Hebrew. And, and it is interestingly the, the word for, um, the mass among the Assyrian Christians and the, and the, uh, the Chaldean Christians. But that means that your mother comes up to you and says, son, I need some money to pay the light bill. I say, Gosh, remember when we were having that fight a few a few years ago? And, um, well, I just, I, I wanted to um, uh, uh, give you some money, but I, I, I took an oath that I would only, that anything I even contemplated giving you, I would then give to, to the church or give to, to a charity. So I can't, I made a promise to God, so I can't help you, Ma. That's a foolish vow. And... This Kolni today, well, I remember the first time I was in a synagogue on, for Yom Kippur and heard it. I'd heard it before, but I'd never seen the words. And I looked at the words. It's in Aramaic, and I, my Hebrew is bad. My Aramaic's worse. Um, but they're closely related languages. Well, I, I looked at the translation and looked at the, the Aramaic text, and, 
It's a legal disclaimer. All vows and oaths that I make this year are hereby <laughs> declared null and void. In other words, it's starting off the year by saying I'm not going to be bound by any stupid promises I make to myself. If you make a promise to God, you're bound. If you make a promise to your neighbor, you're bound. But promises that you make to yourself, you know, and I think we can extend that as a kind of principle. Jesus is saying here, don't make stupid promises that that in their essence violate what God has told you to do. So uh, I think that that's an important insight uh, in this gospel. All right, let's let's go to letters. Speaking of insights. All right. Now, where did I put? Ah, here they are. The spectacles. All right. This is from uh, um, James. Father, I would like to know your perspective on Anne Catherine Emmerich. <sighs> Anne Catherine Emmerich was a German mystic. Let's see. When did she live? I forget. She lived in the 1800s. Well, actually, I think 1700. She was born in 1774 and died when she was about 49 in 1824. And... <clears throat> She's a very sickly woman, and uh, uh, she joined a convent, and then Napoleon suppressed the convent, and so she lived in the house of a widow, and then uh, she received the stigmata, the marks of Christ's passion in her body, and uh, she had these visions and inspirations, and uh, uh, um, there you go. Also, she, she one of her visions and inspiration was about the house of the Blessed Mother in Ephesus. That's particularly interesting because she described it very exactly, and it had not been excavated. Now, the church has never said that it's authentic. However, uh, uh, Pius XII, Pope Pius XII, declared it a holy place, and John Twenty-third uh, uh, emphasized that, Paul VI uh, also uh, and 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 Pope John Paul II and Pope Benedict all visited the place and treated it as a shrine. I've been there. It's beautiful. Now, if it's really, truly, who knows? Um, the way you treat visionaries, uh, be they ones who are declared blessed, as I think Anne Catherine Emmerich is blessed, and a genuinely, genuinely holy woman, and then you find... Uh, visions and, and, and locutions from interesting people who eh, some of their locutions are kind of odd. The way you treat them, this is not history. Again, uh, uh, did I share again? I, 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 did I beat the axe about the vision to Peter today? I don't know if I beat that, that, that uh, ground that axe yet. I'll grind it again. I, I mentioned yesterday that in, in the Gospel of Luke, we see uh, um, mention of of the vis the Jesus appearing to Peter, we see it in Luke twenty four thirty four, and again we see it here in First Corinthians fifteen six that that Jesus appeared to Peter. There's no mention anywhere else. Well, shouldn't they have put that in the gospel? You know, you're reading the gospel in a way that is wrong when you when you read it as if it was an historical account. It's history. It is history. Now, uh, and, and the visions of, of someone like Anne Catherine Emmerich, when you read them as more than a pious meditation, as if they were histories, <laughs> some of their details are not historical. Uh, St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, we prophesy imperfectly. And that applies to the greatest saints and to, to anybody who prophesies. Uh, that, that any, no, there's no prophecy outside of scripture, which is 100%. Some of them are pretty good, but how do I look at Anne Catherine Emmerich as an inspiring saint 
who shared beautiful meditations on the life of Christ that she claimed to have received in visions. And they're worth reading. So that's how I treat Anne Catherine Emmerich. But back to this thing about, about St. Peter. Uh, and my whole point in this is is to is to come up against people who are revisionists and say, well, the Bible contradicts itself. It 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 said one angel, two angels at the resurrection, talks about Jesus being seen by Peter, and it doesn't say that in the Gospels. Clearly, the the no no you're you're trying to read this the text as something that it is not. The text is 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 inspired, and it is its details are are true history, how they fit together. The Bible doesn't worry about that. It's trying to bring us the truth necessary for our salvation and redemption. And when you and I look at it as if it was history and we have to kind of parse it out and piece it together and make sure it agrees with our view of history, well, then then we're doing it all wrong. So there you go. All right. So that's what I think about Anne Catherine Emmerich and many other things. So let me go to another letter. What? How, how long we got, dear voice in my head? We got three. Let me go to another. I think I got time for uh, uh, a couple letters. Um, there's something here about uh, reincarnation. Hi, Father. I know as Catholics we don't believe in reincarnation, but I've read that it isn't simply removed from our belief system, that it was that it was simply removed from our belief system during the Council of Nicaea. Is that true? No, it is not true. St. Paul said, and I may have commented on this already, but let me find the text here. It is appointed for man to die once, and then the judgment. Okay, let me see. It is appointed for man to die once, and then the judgment. That's Hebrew, Hebrews 9.27. So, this, the, the Christian scriptures in the letter to the Hebrews seem to deny reincarnation. And um, I, I certainly hope that we're right and people who believe in reincarnation are wrong. Once will be quite enough, thank you. So uh, this idea of reincarnation, it flies in the face of resurrection. If you're reincarnated, which you is raised from the dead. So uh, reincarnation comes from a belief that the body and the soul are separate. They are, will be separated at death, but they're not separate. You follow that, that, that my, I am an, I, this is after 50 or 60 years of pondering this, the the scriptures talk about body, soul, and spirit. And I've come to the conclusion, and I may be wrong about this. So take it with many grains of salt, that I am an immortal spirit who manifests itself in a body and in a soul, a mortal body and an immortal soul. In other words, I am a spirit who has a body and a soul, and I will receive an immortal body at the resurrection. This body, which is mortal, will be made immortal. How and what that means, I don't know. We'll see. However, this idea that the body and the soul are two different entities. No, my body really is me, and my soul really is me. That that uh, the, the spirit that is in me is made obvious with body and soul. So reincarnation, mm -mm, we don't do that. It it it's completely different than what we think. Well, it's we're going to the pitch center now, or as I call it, the the schmooze. So uh, again, thanks. I can't get over your generosity. God bless you.
We are here to schmooze for you. 877-291-0123, the number to call. Better yet, go online, relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Hi, it's Neil Robbins joining Mary Graham and uh, Father Simon Says. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes here on Relevant Radio. It is our winter pledge drive. We're asking you to give from the heart, and it's a great hour to give. We have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match this hour. Not every hour is a partnership challenge hour where we have these matching funds. So by all means, jump online or uh, give us a call right now. Make your gift this hour at relevantradio.com on the app or at 877-291-0123. We're asking for 100 Father Simon fans to step forward this hour and to to say, count me in. I want to help Father Simon says, I want to help create more miracle moments. I want to help Relevant Radio bring Christ to the world. Give us a call right now or jump online, relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Given any giving uh, any amount, and your gift will be doubled this hour. And we're down to only needing 80 more, but we are halfway through this hour, which means we haven't taken a very high percentage off of our need for the hour. If you can help us out, we'd love to hear from you at RelevantRadio.com, using the app on your smartphone or tablet, or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. We know there's plenty of people listening that can pick up and help us out here at 877-291-0123. But if God's blessed you in a way that you can make one of those larger gifts, a $1,200 gift or a five dollars or $10,000 gift, we could use your help right now at 877-291-0123. And if you can make your gift at relevantradio.com or by using the app on our smartphone or tablet, we have the bonus download you'll get in your inbox pretty much immediately. It is a brand new talk by Father James Kabicki, The Joy of Confession. That's right, The Joy of Confession, brand new talk. Father Kabicki will describe the healing and joy that awaits you when you're freed from your sins But something maybe uh, you don't think about very often, he also describes the joy that Christ experiences when we are reconciled to him. Great 20-minute talk. It's brand new exclusive talk when you give online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Father Simon fans, we need to hear from you right now. We can't let him down. I mean, this is his his daily therapy session, he says. So we can't can't let him down. you got to give us a call right now and help out Father Simon support Relevant Radio. We have a dollar-for-dollar dollar match, a 100% match this hour. So given any amount, and it will be doubled, give online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, Give From the Heart. Lives changed in your neighborhood and across the country. Here's another miracle moment on Relevant Radio. Ashley Narona, she's been on the front lines for so many years reporting on the Holy Father, reporting on everything that's happening from a Vatican perspective. Well, you know, it's such an incredible gift that we have, John, to be able to use the means of media to reach the ends of the earth. And of course, the way to do that the most effectively is to use those very means to speak truth and to speak the good news. And that's the incredible thing that Relevant Radio does. Does day in, day out, 24 hours where people can tune in anytime and feel comfortable, count on that they are going to hear programming that is faithful to the magisterium of the Catholic Church, that they're going to be able to go deeper in their faith, to grow in spirituality, to learn more about theology 
and about what it really means to be a Catholic. And I love Relevant Radio personally, and I also get the chance here in Rome to appreciate Relevant Radio through the eyes and ears of listeners who come to Rome and then tell us personally about their incredible experiences that they have had, their life-changing experiences with Relevant Radio including one particular one that pops to mind, a man who told us a story that he was completely anti-Catholic, had no ambition at all to look into anything that had to do with any kind of religion. But one day he got into his truck and the radio stopped working. In fact, it stuck on the dial of Relevant Radio. And so we love hearing those stories of how the Lord leads people to Relevant Radio and the way that the Spirit takes over and works from there. So many, many thanks to all of the contributors to the the radio programming and many thanks to all the listeners who make this possible every day. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. You can give on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. <laughs> I don't know this might be a little irreverent but give from the heart. Well, yeah, but the checkbook wouldn't hurt. I, never mind. I'm, I'm probably not. All right, let's get back into it. Uh, I want to. I want to deal with a phone call we got yesterday. Oh, do call in at eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine, and uh, I'll do my best to answer any question you may have about the Lord, the Faith, the Church, and the Big Book on the Bible. Well, let's go to the Word of the Day, and then I'll come back with a phone call we got yesterday, and then we'll. Well, the phones are open. Now, where did I put this yesterday? Um, oh, good grief. Oh, the word of the day. Yes. First uh, Corinthians. Um, where did I put that? I lost it. Oh, there it is. Um, the In First Corinthians um, uh, 13.5, we saw yesterday that love doesn't do ugly stuff, you know, and uh, it does not seek the things that are its own. Uh, and, and um, oh yes, it does. Now, what I'm trying to do is make the case that, that agape, sacrificial love, fills this bill that St. Paul is talking about, whereas the other kinds of love, remember that a, a great book on this subject is The Four Loves by C.S. Lewis. And the four loves are agape, which means sacrificial love, there is then eros, which is I, really in Greek, we get the word erotic from it, but it really means that love which desires to possess the beloved. Uh, it's it's a it's a very interesting word. It does not appear in the in the Greek translation of the Hebrew Scriptures at all, nor does it appear in the New Testament. However, Saint Augustine did talk about eros, and Pope Benedict spoke about. Eros also in in his letter on love, and the Latin word for for that kind of love was amor, and it's it's a love that desires to possess the beloved, and God God loves us. The mystics always said in a nuptial way. He he loves us in the way that a man loves his bride, and and so it eros is not is not completely. Uh, um, evil. I'm not saying that. However, God is not eros. God is agape, sacrificial love. The other one, which we would consider noble, is is um, 
mutual affection. My friend is that word will be philos. That, that that's the word for friend. Um, it could mean something indecent in the period in, in just at the time of Christ and before, as as could eros. So, I suspect that the Hebrew translators of the of the scriptures into Greek refused to use any word that could be used for a love that was considered indecent in the Old Testament. So Eros doesn't appear. In the New Testament, philia appears, I would say, in one form or other about ten times. The rest of the times are agape. And then there's a fourth love, storge, which means familial affection. Uh, you know, that's my family, don't diss them kind of thing. And that word, oddly enough in Latin, is piety, pietas, is is family affection. That's why the Blessed Mother holding the broken body of Christ is called the pieta. It's it's about uh, familial affection, which is a very noble thing. But God is not familial affection. He is sacrificial love, agape. Now, I'm going through the words, 1 Corinthians 13, chapter, word by word. And agape, sacrificial love, does not seek the things that belong to it. It does not seek the things of itself, uh, whereas friendship does, and eros really does, and even storge does. That that they they, I want my way because I think my way's the best. So there you go. But this is what I really want to talk about: paroxynete. Uh, love is not easily provoked. That's a fascinating word, paraxuno. It means it it means to arouse, to anger, to provoke, to irritate. It it means uh, something alongside a sharp edge, a jab. And you and I both know that that even in friendship, and certainly in in uh, uh, um, amorous affections, shall we say, that. The 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 well placed jab is a very common thing, you know. That uh, oh yeah, well that's you know, that's what you think. <laughs> that that kind of sticking the knife in the side. It means getting on someone's nerves. And boy, sacrificial love does not do that. Sacrificial love is very attentive to the needs of another person, whereas very frequently. Amorous love or even mutual affection uh, is very attentive to what I want to get out of this relationship. Uh, interesting. All right. 888-914-9149. Let us go to phone calls. Oh, ooh, before we go to phone calls, though, there was a phone call yesterday that I wanted to talk about. Someone uh, called in. What were they upset about, dear voice in my head, that someone had talked about the, the Catholic Church being the original church? Yes. Well, is the Catholic Church the original church versus versus the Greek Orthodox Church? Well, let me explain. There were three patriarchates in the early church. Jerusalem was accorded a special dignity, and the, a relative of Jesus was always the bishop of Jerusalem for the first century, until the city was completely destroyed by the Romans, and that episcopal line died out. But there were three cities, one in Africa, one in Asia, and one in Europe, that were Petrine seas. In other words, that were thought to have been established by Peter. Peter established the line of bishops in Antioch. He established the line of bishops in Rome. And through Mark, 
his disciple and his, his, we'll call him administrative aide, he established the line of bishops in Egypt, Alexandria. So those were the three original patriarchates. A patriarch is a, is a leading father. Those were the, 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 the three leading churches. And the Greek Orthodox Church is governed out of Constantinople to this day. But, lo and behold, that, that, uh, that it wasn't given the status of a patriarchate until, I think, 451 in the Council of Chalcedon, that uh, um, it was kind of controversial. Um, it was a, a, a canon, in other words, a, a, a law disputed, uh, disputed validity. The Council of Chalcedon elevated the See of Constantinople to a position second in eminence and power to the Bishop of Rome. So even in, in uh, uh, <clears throat> 451, that's 400 years after Christ, uh, Constantinople was not recognized as, as a, a patriarchal see. So there's no way to say that the church, which looks for its leadership to Constantinople, is an original church. Of course, it has. It's a true church. It has apostolic roots. That's not the problem. Council of Nicaea in 325 said that the sees of Alexandria, Antioch, and Rome had primacy over the other dioceses in their areas, and there was in 325 there was no patriarchate of Constantinople. So to say that that the Greek Orthodox Church is the original church is simply not historically true. I, I, you know, we, we regard the, the, you know, well, people say, well, we're the true church. We, when someone who's Orthodox says to me, well, I'm part of the true, I'm the, ours is the true church. I would say, yes. And so is ours because they have apostolic succession. And, you know, these quibblings over who came first, uh, um, they don't please God. And, you know, I really genuinely have such respect for the Orthodox, for the Eastern churches, uh, Uniate and Orthodox, because they have been faithful to the Lord in a very difficult, difficult situation. Okay, we're going to go to a, a, a break. Um, I, we had some miracle moment. And I always love those. But we'll come back and we'll take some more phone calls. So listen to the miracle moment and then we'll be right back. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. I am a born-again Christian. I am 84 years old. I love Jesus. I love the Lord. And I love your show. (laughs) Because you are so easy to listen to, for one thing. You seem so kind. And so I just call to tell you how much I enjoy your show. And I even told my pastor about your show. And I told him that I thought the Protestants need something like y'all have. I mean, where can you turn the radio on and just have Scripture just pouring out and explanation of the Scripture pouring out? And you're just, oh, I'm just thrilled. This Miracle Moment was brought to you by you. You can give on the Relevant Radio app or at RelevantRadio.com. We have 15 minutes left in this hour, and we're only halfway to our goal. We still need 50 people in the next 15 minutes. They can call 877-291-0123. That's 877 877- 
2910123, or you can better yet visit the website, relevantradio.com, or open up the app on your smartphone or tablet and make that gift. Any gift amount whatsoever is double dollar for dollar. So $10, $20, $30, that's double. Do that monthly, and we'll double it monthly. If you can do a five dollars or $10,000 gift, we could use your help right now, and that too will be double. Just, just it looks like about 15, 16 minutes or so left in this dollar for dollar match. 877-291-0123. If you can't give online, 877-291-0123. We still prefer if uh, you're able to uh, give online at relevantradio.com or the relevant radio app. Fast, easy, secure. And at the $50 a month level, have you seen this yet? It is uh, gorgeous. Stations of the Cross framed print. It's uh, about 10 by 13, so it's it's decent sized and it features all 14 stations of the cross around the the outside uh, of a larger image of the risen Lord in the center. It's the perfect addition to your home just in time for Holy Week this year. Uh, you'll have it. So right now, that is our gift to you at the $50 a month level. We're asking you to give from the heart. 877-291-0123. Give online at relevantradio.com or on the app. And Mary, we uh, we have a 100% dollar for dollar match this hour as well. It's the perfect time to be giving right now to help support Father Simon Says here on Relevant Radio. We need your help, though. We need you now. We need you now. We need you now. I can't say it enough. We need you to visit the website, relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. And some of the benefits of giving online, not only do you get to see the different giving levels we have available, the dollar a day is a fabulous gift, but you know what's been very popular is this framed Stations of the Cross. You've got to visit the website and see it. That is yours for your gift of $600 or more. Um, and you can also get that extra special download from Father James Kabicki, the Joy of confession, it comes instantly in your inbox. Just think of the length that you can have with these two items combined, praying the Stations of the Cross every day. You can meditate on them and learning how to make the best confession ever. So you will have joy when you attend confession. $600 is all we need at relevantradio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123. Yes, I want to see my Jesus shake his hand and have him greet us when they ring those golden well, bells. I think I'm going to more than shake his hand, come to think of it, but see you there, God willing. All right, let's 888-914-9149. Let's go to phone calls. There is something that matter with your fin. <laughs> There's something the matter with you. Hello, who have we got now? Darwin. Darwin from Chula Vista. What can I do for you, Darwin? Um, Father, good morning, Father. Yes. I've been good listening. Morning. I've been listening to you show almost every day, Father. God bless you. Thank, um, you. thank you. Thank you for what you do. First, uh, I would like to ask your guidance on sure. how to provide a spirit of advice to my daughter. She's going to get married to a non-Catholic in a non-Catholic wedding. And then I, mm -hmm. after a long conversation, she's also not planning. They're not planning to raise their family as Catholic. 
She's been baptized Catholic, Father. We've been mm-hmm. okay. my, myself and my wife were both uh, cradle Catholic, and all my children, mm-hmm. three children, for okay. cradle Catholic. So, okay. So uh, we had a, a heated argument, and even my wife is asking me to to come down. You know, just uh, ask God's guidance, and I know that. But uh, right now, I'm really in dire straight to. Dire needs of yeah. asking well, I, I think I think your wife is right. You have to calm down. Um, but on the other hand, <laughs> I would say to your daughter that uh, you know very calmly say, "You're in, how old is your daughter?" She's twenty-five, father. Yeah, she's an adult, and I would say you've made this decision, and um, you know, uh, in the future, treat them with respect. Don't cut them out. But I would I would simply not. I, I could not, were I a parent of a of a, a child who had rejected my faith, I would say, well, I believe that marriage is a, is a sacrament, so what you're doing isn't a sacrament, so why would I go? Why would I participate in any way? You're, 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 you're signing a legal contract. Would I, would I celebrate uh, you're signing a mortgage or a loan or, or uh, uh, you know, uh, that this is, this is not... This is this is a legal contract, and it can end as a legal contract. And I believe marriage is a covenant, so I don't want to celebrate you're going to engage in a contract. Do you understand the difference? A contract ends when the business is over. And civil marriage says we can get divorced. She's not getting married. She's entering into a contractual relationship that is not a covenant. A covenant ends only when one person in the covenant dies. And I would say I believe marriage is a covenant. Well, so do I, Papa. No, you don't, because you're being married in a contractual ceremony. You know, it's a hard thing. And so the wife says, "Oh, we have to go." Well, you go. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll be home. Uh, tell me how the wedding went when you get home. I, 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 I'm just saying what I would do. I couldn't do it. I could not go to the civil wedding of, of someone I loved. Now I have uh, <clears throat> said if it's not going to be a scandal. Uh, that, that to go to the, for the sake of the family, uh, that, that if it's not going to be a scandal to go to the, to the wedding party, not acknowledging it as a, a wedding, but simply as a family gathering, that's one thing. But I, I could not go to the ceremony. I simply couldn't. And I have in my life, uh, you know, because I'm in a, such a public uh, position as a priest, I have, I have incurred the wrath of my relatives by not going to weddings of, of, close relatives who, you know, I mean, I'm not telling you anything I haven't done and it's very painful. Uh, but, but, you know, there just comes a point where, you know, you got a conscience, you say to her, you got a conscience. I hope you're acting in your conscience. You don't believe in the thing that's most important to me. Well, that's your decision of conscience. I don't believe in what you're doing. If you can, if you can, uh, you know, I, I would just say that if you can completely, uh, dismiss my my beliefs and my values why shouldn't i dismiss your beliefs and your values why why do i have to bow to your beliefs when you refuse to to uh, uh respect mine that's what i would say to her and i would say it very calmly very calmly so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna uh and in in ensuing life you treat her and this man with respect and and uh, kindness, but you don't, you don't, you don't deny Christ for the sake of, of, of getting along with your family. 
So I hope that helps a little Darwin and I will be praying for you. God bless you. It's a tough, tough thing, but I, I, I'm only, I've been there. All right. Whom do we have now? Dear voice in my head. John from San Pedro. Are you with us? Hi, Father. How are you? How's, how's, the, how's the afternoon for you today? Oh, that's a, that's okay? a tough question. I just got... Tell me you're going to throw me a softball. That was a tough one. Because well, you just, you just want to love the people you love. All right. All right. We, but you gotta, you know, our, you got to be honest. Go on. We know from our Catholic faith that the, that the Blessed Mother is the Immaculate Conception. And yeah. in our creed and in our uh, glory, we say, only begotten Son of God being Jesus Christ. Is yes. there anybody else ever in the entire history of the world that is begotten by God as a human being. I know we're all come out of our, you know, has anybody else in the world been begotten nope, by God other that, than Jesus Christ? That's, that's why we call him the only begotten son. He's right. the only one. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. That's, that's a softball. Hey, and thanks. That was easy. The reason, I, no, the reason I'm asking is because the church I go to is the biggest church in the area that there is, and there's mm -hmm. a smaller church about a mile and a half away, and the priests mm -hmm. that are there, one said that we are all begotten by God, and this pastor said it about three times, going, you're wrong, that's blasphemous. So I don't know if I'm wrong or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're, we, we, have the, the, we, we can be called in the loosest sense of the word sons of God because we're created by God. Right. We're not Correct. begotten by God, we're created. To be begotten, when you beget something, the idea is that you... you, you this this thing that comes out of you with your with your full nature, we reflect the nature of God in a very dim way. But we're not begotten. He's the only begotten Son of God. You know that priest is is um, has got an interesting theology. So I hope that helps. Thank you very much, Father. I appreciate oh, it. Sure well, there you go. Thank no, you. you're you're day. on you're Good on night. key. Wh whom do we have now, dear voice in my head? Very very quickly. Ronnie, what can I do for you? We've got 45 seconds. What can I do for you? Yes, and 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, it shows uh, that, um, you know, when I taught it like a child and think like a child, I was, no, you know, about love. Mm -hmm. And then and Jesus said something about being, um, being entered into, enter into a kingdom. You have to be a child or something like I that. Hear, I you hear music. Your question. Child? When the text says enter into the kingdom, it means to receive your royal inheritance. You can't receive God's nature unless you do these certain things and are open to them. So when you see the phrase enter into the kingdom, it doesn't mean go to heaven necessarily. It means to enter into what God has for you. Father Simon Says on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, Neil Robbins and Mary Graham stepping in here for the last couple of minutes of Father Simon Says. And uh, give us a call. We have just a couple minutes left in the hour. We have a partnership challenge underway, a 100% dollar-for-dollar match. And we only need 36 more people, 36 more Father Simon fans to step forward and support Father Simon Says and to support the mission of Relevant Radio. 877-291-0123, online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Why do you listen to Father Simon? Here is one uh, comment that we got from uh, a FedEx driver, an anonymous FedEx driver in Maine. And uh, he or she says that they discovered Relevant Radio by accident and they listen almost every day 
love Father Simon says. It is a calming, enjoyable, funny, educational show. It makes me laugh and educates me while I'm getting stressed out with it with day-to-day situations. So thank you, Anonymous, for that kind note about Father Simon Says. If you're a Father Simon Says fan, if you're here listening every single day to Father Simon, give us a call right now while your gift will be doubled. 877-291-0123 or Mary Graham on the app or at relevantradio.com. That's right, RelevantRadio.com or the app, and you get that special bonus download from Father James Kabicki, The Joy of Confession. We have just five minutes left in this hour, and we still need 35 people who will reach out and respond at RelevantRadio.com, using the app on your smartphone or tablet, or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877 291 And remember... Five minutes left in the hour means only five minutes left for this partnership challenge hour, which means only five minutes left to get your gift matched during this hour. So give us a call, 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Thank you for that phone call. Let's get another one coming in. And several online would be great as well, relevantradio.com. Or by using the Relevant Radio app, a couple of folks who did that earlier today. We want to say thank you so much to Robert listening in Sarasota, made his gift online. Thank you so much to Kathleen who lives in Almsville, Oregon, and she listens online and made her gift online. Thank you so much. And Tiffany in Prairie du Sac, Wisconsin, I'm assuming I got that one right, listening on your local station and made your gift online. Thank you. We need your, we appreciate your support. Very good with the Wisconsin town name. Not too bad. Not too bad, Mary Graham. I, I do a little <laughs> bit better with the Midwest and the Southern. Send me out west than when I get lost. <laughs> I I know what you mean. 877-291-0123, uh, down to 30. We only need 30 more people, 30 more Father Simon fans to step forward and help Relevant Radio during our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. Show some love to Father Simon while we have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match Help us to uh, to get to that 100 gift uh, goal for the uh, for this particular hour. Relevantradio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. And uh, if you do give online, we have that great uh, talk by Father James Kabicki. It's called The Joy of Confession. It's uh, about a 20-minute talk. It's brand new, brand new exclusive to uh, Relevant Radio. You'll be able to, uh, as soon as you give online, you'll get a uh, a link to download the audio immediately. And a father's going to describe the healing and joy that awaits you when you are freed from your sins in confession, as well as the joy that Christ experiences when you are reconciled to him. That is uh, special if you give online at relevantradio.com or the relevant radio app. How are we doing, Mary? We are doing great things. That things are happening. People are calling. We appreciate your help and your support. Just about a minute left, a minute and a half in this hour, and we only need 15 more people who will either visit the website, relevantradio.com, use the app on your smartphone or tablet, or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. 10 more. We just need 10, 10. more people Come here on. in the Let's last. Go. Yes, we can do it. <laughs> Make it happen. Relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Support Father Simon Says and give from the heart.